we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to His purpose. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 Dear Lord, Your promises never fail, and Your timing is perfect. You work everything for Your glory and my good. Teach me to be patient as You move. Remind me that my new heart is aligned with Yours so I don't grow anxious and agitated in the waiting. Be my peace and strength in the challenging circumstances that inevitably lie ahead. Thank you for the boundless hope that comes from my everlasting union with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. 
Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. As you progress through the Bible, no doubt you've begun to recognize recurring patterns and imagery emphasizing one prevailing story, the gospel. Today, we will continue to look at different motifs in Scripture. A motif is a recurrent theme or concept in the Bible. It is often used to help illustrate an important truth or to point us toward a grander theme of the Bible. Today's motif is mothers and promised sons, barren women who were desperate for a child to call their own and by a miracle conceived. The first to conceive a miracle child was Sarai. Sarai was barren and already advanced in years, but she experienced the promise of God come to life. God also spoke of Sarai, saying, As for your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah. I will bless her abundantly, and I will give you to a son, and you will call his name Isaac. I will bless her, and she shall the mother of nations to come. Another was Manoah's wife, who conceived and bore a son who would liberate Israel with strength and brute force. During this time, there was a man of Zorah named Manoah. Manoah and his wife were childless, for his wife was barren. Yet God had a plan for them. An angel of God met Manoah's wife and said to her, You will conceive a son in due time, and when you do, he will live a life set apart for me. He will have no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean. No razor shall come upon his head, for he shall be a Nazarite of God. For I shall rise him up to be a conquering hero, and he will do great things to liberate Israel from the Philistines. The mother of Samuel, Hannah, was barren and desperate for a child. God met her and gave her the answer she needed. Hannah turned around, startled by Eli's voice. She wiped her face and stood up. Oh, no, my Lord, I am simply a woman with a troubled spirit. I was bearing my soul before God. She spoke softly, embarrassed at Eli's comments. Please do not see me as a worthless woman. I just pray with great anxiety. Eli saw that she was truly distraught. He sighed and then gave a quick smile. Go in peace, he said. God will answer, I am sure of it. Then Eli departed to leave Hannah to her prayers. Hannah smiled and returned to her husband to eat. They worshipped God more in the house of God and returned home. Time passed, 
and Penina's pestering lost all its sting. For Hannah had conceived a son and named him Samuel. The Lord had answered her prayers. Hannah remembered her prayer to God. She swore to God that if she was given a son, she would offer him up into his service. When Samuel was old enough, she brought him to Eli. Hannah held her child, trusting that God would be faithful to do great things because of her faithfulness. Her heart broke, just as Abraham's once did when he brought Isaac to the altar. So Samuel studied and served under Eli. He grew to be strong, wise, and attentive to the voice of God's Spirit. These mothers with barren wombs gave birth by the power and promise of God. They, in and of themselves, could not bring about redemption. It took the power and promise of God to bring them children. Elizabeth conceiving John the Baptist is the final foreshadowing of a barren womb bringing life to a son. He was the last thread in a long tapestry that offers us the image of Mary and Jesus. The angel said, God has heard your cries for a child. Elizabeth will give you a son, and he will be the messenger proclaiming the new age of the Lord. He will be filled with God's spirit and a mighty voice for liberation. Zechariah stumbled to his feet and opened his hands. How could this be? he asked. I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. This is impossible. As Zechariah was speaking, a rush of light shot forth toward Zechariah. He fell to the floor, covering his ears and eyes. I am Gabriel, the angel shouted. It is I who stand in the very presence of the Lord. He has sent me to give you good news, but you stand here as if God is unable to fulfill his promises. There's another repeating pattern in the Bible that deals with mothers and sons. A few times in Scripture, we'll witness a story of a mother who lost a son only to have him raised to life again. One time this occurred is in the book of 2 Kings, when Elijah meets a widow and her son. Weeks had passed. Elijah, the widow, and her son had feasted in the glory of God. However, the woman's son became very sick. His fever became unmanageable, and his body began to fade. Finally, with great struggle... The boy passed. Elijah was broken, and the widow was unconsolable. The woman cried out to Elijah, saying, Oh, man of God, what have you done to me and my boy? It is you who has killed my son. Elijah said nothing as the woman wailed before him. She beat her fists on his chest and fell to her knees. Elijah looked to the boy's body and walked towards it. He picked him up and carried him upstairs into the upper room of the house. He laid the child down. Tears dripped down his face and landed beside the boy's lifeless body. Elijah sobbed and laid over him. Muffled prayers could be heard from Elijah. My God, why have you brought tragedy to this woman? She has shown me kindness. Elijah stretched his body over the child, crying out to the Lord. Please, Elijah whispered, let him live. And as Elijah was speaking, he felt the boy's arm twitch. Elijah leaped up to his feet as he watched the boy's chest begin to rise and fall. God had breathed life into him. 
The widow was still on the floor downstairs. She heard screaming from the upper room as Elijah yelled. Elijah rushed down the stairs holding the child, yelling, He lives! He lives! Later in the Gospel of Luke, another widow from an insignificant town lost a son. As she wept over his lifeless body, another prophet entered the scene. Soon afterward, Jesus traveled to the town of Nain. A large crowd followed Jesus wherever he went. However, when he arrived at Nain, people were surprised. Nain was a desolate and ugly town. It was dirty and filled with crime. However, Jesus walked with purpose behind each step. He went nowhere on accident. As Jesus entered into the town, a line of people were exiting. They were all wearing black, and a man was being carried out of the town to be buried. He was the only son of his widowed mother. Now that he had died, she was utterly and completely alone. Jesus watched as the people walked out of the city. Then he saw the man's mother. Her eyes were red from tears. Jesus could feel her pain deep in his stomach. Watching her mourn over her son was heart-wrenching. Jesus was filled with compassion. He held the woman in his arms. She wept bitter tears of sorrow. Jesus' disciples watched as Jesus comforted this old woman, like a father would his daughter. Do not cry, Jesus hushed. Then he approached the men holding up the dead son and stopped them from walking. Jesus touched the dead man's chest gently. Young man, Jesus whispered, I say to you, arise. And just as in the valley of dry bones in Ezekiel, the word of the Lord caused new life to spring forth in the young man. His lungs filled with air and he sat up from his stretcher. A wonderful fear came over them all as they watched the once dead man walk to his mother. She crumbled in his arms, sobbing deep tears of joy. The resurrection of this woman's son is meant to foreshadow the resurrection of Jesus. Mary, likely a widow, would lose her son on the cross, but he would rise again in victory. The resurrection of Jesus is incredibly important for us as believers in Christ. It is through his resurrection that we're given new life and a new identity in him. 1 Corinthians 15 shows us that without the resurrection, our faith would be meaningless and we would still be in our sins. The resurrection demonstrates the divinity of Jesus and his power to conquer sin and death. It affirms his claims of being God incarnate and the source of our eternal life. Jesus himself declared, I am the resurrection and the life. Furthermore, the resurrection transforms us from being slaves of sin to being slaves of righteousness. We're now dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Romans 5 says it's through the cross that we're reconciled to God, and it's through the resurrection that we're saved. That's right, we're reconciled by his death and saved by his life. The resurrection also gives us hope for the future. Just as Jesus was raised with a new resurrection body, we too will receive new bodies. Our perishable bodies will be raised imperishable. 
Stories of death and life anew repeat themselves over and over again in Scripture. They harmonize together like a magnificent symphony. They're anthems meant to move us toward a greater appreciation for the life-giving resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode or learned something new about the Bible, share it with a friend or family member. Download the Pray.com app, and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.